Just keep going. Yeah, you got to start, Carl. Alright, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Do that for duties. Mmm. Mmm. Numero 10, like Pearl Jam's first album. This is really, really bad. I'm feeling the pressure because we've got, we got an extreme vocalist here. I'm feeling you the pressure. You haven't heard me sing it. Yeah. Go, you do, you do a line. Me? Yeah, go, go. Anything. Okay. I couldn't name you one of Pearl Jam songs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, let me educate you on that. Would be nice, thank you. They got one called Alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the one that everybody knows. Apart from me. Oh, what a shame. I'm sorry. I'll give my MU card back now. <laughs> Aiden, sort her out with a Spotify account. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Ten. I thought, I thought I'd do a mercy stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was equally as good as I've had the time of my life. Yeah. More but, educational. Um, Start singing that at weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good evening, everyone. <laughs> this is podcast number 10. Aiden spilled his beer on his um yeah, on, my laptop, on his lap, So hi, hi Hannah. Hello. <laughs> good evening. Good Welcome. evening. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Thanks for having me. How well, I, but the thing is, are you all right? Because you just told us that you've had a bit of a tumultuous uh, time. The drama. The drama. Yeah, I'm all. I'm all right. Fixed up now. Feel much better. Yeah, feel much better. That's good. Everything's fine. That is good. Positive vibes. I hate anything. I had um. Uh, teeth issues a long long time ago and I actually wrote a song um, I had to go to get my top right and my bottom left wisdom tooth out ah. at the same time yeah and the song I called the song top right hurt bottom left hurt more <laughs> that is true yeah. though the bottom ones hurt more oh, than the top ones man, that is factually yeah. correct why I don't know yeah. but I had the operation I had previously I had all four out at the same time and the top ones were like nah, we have know. we have made it obvious we're talking about teeth teeth I think, yes. yeah oh, I'm, I'm just all right I'm just checking I'm just checking to get this <laughs> top teeth not, bottom not, teeth not talking about eyes <laughs> eye removal I had all four eyes all at once <laughs> no it's killer it's killer but it, uh, but you just mentioned something that was really interesting that it the nerval mm. thing in your can possibly affect your thing yeah. because obviously it's all linked yeah so they linked, said because the roots were Originally, my my first my first wisdom tooth operation, uh, I had they couldn't remove the roots of it. They had to cut the top of the teeth off because the roots were too close to the nerves. And if they get the nerve, it means you could have like numb face, numb tongue, and then that would affect permanently. Permanently, it doesn't grow. Yeah. The nerves don't grow back. No, that would be well. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but what they what he said was, um, yeah. Permanent. One in a hundred, apparently. Blimey. That's the chance. And that is, that's too many. Too chance. many. Too and many that, that's the information he delivered the second time 
just before he took the roots out of that tooth, which were causing me issues. He said, by the way, there's a, a one in a hundred chance that this might um, end your career. I was like, thanks, mate. <laughs> if you could not. Except with a shaky hand. <laughs> <Yeah. like. laughs> he was a very nice guy. I like the NHS oh, a lot. Crazy. Yeah, because otherwise it costs us more fortune, doesn't it? Tooth. I've got that. I keep mentioning I live in Australia and Australia was killer for tooth. Oh, really? Fiction. Yeah, because... Um, because you, they've got a different system over there called Medicare, where you you go, you pay the full whack, right, and then you get some money back. Ah. Oh. But I didn't have. They told me I needed a root canal, and it was uh. first, like thirteen hundred dollars. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, I don't have that at the time. No. So I flew back to England with the money I did have, went to the doctors for forty quid, and he's like, you don't need a root canal. Seriously. <laughs> Sweet. So I was like, yay! And I got a trip to England, yay, for less than the price of a root canal. <laughs> Anyway, moving on, sorry. <laughs> so we always ask our guests this. Um, in one or two sentences, can you sum up what you do? Yes. Uh-huh. Can I? Pressure. Um, I am a singer, um, and I sing with various bands around the UK, and I also am one-third of the team of directors for Winchester Jazz Festival. Oh, And cool. how many sentences is that? I don't know. That was, that was, that was a lot of bands. Um, <laughs> It's like going back to school early years. And 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 um that's probably that's probably it. Yeah, there you go. Well we know each other from teaching. Oh, that's true, I forgot that as well. Yes, yes, we do. We know each other from teaching the youth. Teaching the youth, educating the youth. Educating the future adults of this country. Oh gosh. Yes. So so when did you realise you could sing? Um I don't know. I I kind of I thought I could sing. When I was young and we were, like, we always had music in the car and I'd always harmonise, annoyingly, really annoyingly. Um, and Can I ask what that music was? It was... Um, because it was obviously the mum and dad's choice. Mum and dad's choice. Yeah, um, important, We I had reckon. three CDs in the car. Yes. Three permanent CDs in yeah, the car. Yeah, it's like my mum and dad. Yes. We had Sheryl Crow, Sheryl Crow. Oh. We had um, a fantastic album called um, Rockapella. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? So Rockefeller. No, uh, it, so this, it was a TV show. I used to live in America, and right. it was a TV show in America. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And they released a soundtrack, and it was predominantly music uh, from Rockefeller, but lots of other artists as well. And it is so good. I can't even begin to tell you how good it is. You still listen it's, to it? Uh, yeah, yeah, all the time. Brilliant. You can't get it. It's not on Spotify. We have the CD still. It's still in my mom's car. Yes. Um, and but you, there's a. You can find it on YouTube. They've probably upload oh no they definitely have uploaded so was it, so, was it music written for it or was it, was it like uh, a compilation I think it was there was a few songs that's a really good question I don't know definitely some songs were written for it mm. like the title track where in the world is Carmen San Diego um, I don't know if they were all written for it I'm not on commission it's just amazing <laughs> it's just amazing um, and uh, Billy Joel we had songs Billy in the Joel. Album, Brilliant. who is my favourite of all time so yes oh is that right yes that's cool. Favorite. There's a person at work, my work who is obsessed with Billy Joel. Oh, and then um, there's a guy who does, who takes him off, Emilio. Uh, Pace. Emilio Pace? Yeah. Emilio Pace. I haven't uh, seen him, but I know a saxophone player. What do you mean? Takes him off. What, what do you mean? But, uh, like a tribute act, I suppose. Yeah. He's, oh, he's does meant his to songs, be yeah. amazing. I, yeah, haven't, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. him, but he's meant to be amazing. Well, he just does Billy Joel songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Billy Joel. But yeah. plays with some world class players mm. as well. Like, I think he's um, his recent. Bass player was the guy who's been playing with Queen, so not John Deacon, but another guy. So, been. but why does it? But why? Well, it's probably the same reason you guys do 
Paramore or less? Well, I suppose so. I suppose so. But like, if you're, if you're getting, like, I'm presuming you charge a lot of money for the tickets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, so, yeah. right, if I was spending that much money, I'd just go and see Billy Joel. Billy Joel doesn't. You can come and see my band uh, for three quid. That's very kind of you, and I'll take you up on that offer. <laughs> Done. Sold. <laughs> Don't want to criticise your business model. But maybe I suggest charging like a little bit more. We just need fans. We just need people. We just need an audience. <laughs> Billy Joel's music, I like his music is so good and so beautiful and very narrative driven, and I would very happily listen to. Mm anybody sing that music like well if they're going to do it well yeah. I would very happily pay because Billy Joel so he's got I mean again not on commission not representing Billy Joel in any way um, but he he's um, got he performs at Madison Square Gardens once a month and then occasionally he goes on tour Ooh. and that's kind of it but you can't go see him like up close and personal oh, he see, only I... plays massive stadiums oh, right, okay. so huge so I, I saw him at where Wembley this, a couple of years ago yeah where is this this guy plays um, you know like art centres and all that sort of stuff and sort of yeah, yeah. Like but he's supposed to be amazing. He is. He's, okay. he's, I hear nothing but good things about him. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your favourite Billy Joel song? You cannot ask me that question. I have just asked you. Um, <laughs> Miami 2017. I'm gonna say uh, Summer Highland Falls. Mm, <laughs> don't know. One of those. I've went to. Sorry. Is it like a mood thing? Yeah. 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 But but any any time Billy there's there isn't a bad Billy Joel song. There are. Like worse. Uh, uptown girl. Uptown girl. Oh, that. I mean, that's like my least favorite. But I, I would, I would gladly listen to it and dance to it anytime. But, but would you listen to the Westlife version? Or was it just... no? Could so it's just no. it's just the Billy Joel magic that makes yeah. it so good. It's not yeah. the it's not the content. Because so much. well, I mean, I I just I think his songwriting is exceptional. I think mm. that's why. What's brilliant is that your mum and dad introduced you to him. Obviously, yeah. But you carried on through, and because you learned from your music and stuff and you found you sort of found him again mm. in your own because you're like oh his songwriting's amazing I, he's, when you were six you were never thinking his songwriting's no. amazing you were just no, going no. Ah, just rocking out with your parents totally just knew the words and didn't really know what any of the words meant yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you listen to it again you're like oh ah. that song's about the Vietnam War <laughs> <laughs> now I know that <laughs> but yeah he's, I think he's a genius what's your favourite what's your favourite Billy Joel song um, Uptown Girl. <laughs> Love see it. See you later. <laughs> now, do you know what, um, oh, come on. I don't know. Uptown Girl was on rotation when I lived in Holland years and years and years and years ago with my folks when they t- turned me on to all that sort of stuff and MTV was massive. That's how old I am. It was just sort of coming out and, mm. it, was, and it was on constant rotation. Mm. Uptown Girl, Love a Boy or Love a, Love a Boy by Billy Ocean. Oh, yeah. I want to be okay. your lover, lover, and all that, and um, and also Tina Turner's Thunderdome. Those three were on a constant rotation, it seems. So I've heard that song; <laughs> it's ingrained in my head. But he's got some—he's amazing. I like him. Um, great pianist. Is it scenes from an Italian restaurant? Yeah, yeah. That, that's like three songs in one. That's great. So good. Because I, I, I write bass transcription books, and I've done a Billy Joe one, and that's a, that was a Have fun you? one. Yeah, that was a fun one. Have you? But the bass player, like. Um, What's his name? Like Fulton Meyer or something? The original bass player committed suicide or something That's awful. Oh, I mean, really? I, I might double check this and then edit this out if I'm completely wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking crap. But I think so. I, yeah. think it's quite, I think it's quite tragic, yeah. Yeah. Sadness. Mm. Sadness. There's been a lot of deaths recently. It's been uh, sad. Me and my friends do a WhatsApp group. 
All about dead people. No, 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 not, not <laughs> just, just not, tallying up the dead people. No. <laughs> not intentionally. Did you hear that old Vera at age ninety-seven <laughs> died? Old Vera. <laughs> you remember Vera? Chip shop Vera. <laughs> Every Thursday, buying cod and bloody chips. Charles no, 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 no. Celebrities, you know, like, like um, you know, and, and it, it, we don't mean to do it, but like your news feed pops up and like oh and then you just mention oh you know he's so and so passed on sadly you know he's died and, and it's sad and it's just be, we seem to have been doing it a lot recently and we were like you know it's like reading like a blooming mm-hmm. celebrity obituary it's like it's not good but yeah it's always sad when but we're gonna and oh god I'm gonna stop and end on this morbid point we're gonna watch them all go because of our age sadly and it's not yeah. good maybe not um, One Direction One Direction probably will outlive us yeah Madonna probably will yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think, she's, I think she's already dead, to be honest with you. I think she's just a, a sack of moving parts, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Android. Yeah. I'm so sorry, I just hit the mic with my team. Sorry. Right. As long as you didn't get electric shock off no, it, no. like I did earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most reassuring any, uh, thing anybody's ever said to me. Oh, by the way, don't touch your mic. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just me shuffling my feet. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's funny, though, nostalgia and music, though, I think is interesting, because I've always loved Dire Straits, and I've always loved... Uh, the Eagles, because my dad used to listen to them a lot. Is that your parents? Yeah. I mean, they are obviously great, but it's in, I wonder how much that has wrapped out in just nostalgic, kind of bring, um, you know, bring back all these memories. As no, opposed no, to I think, but, but you've still got your own, you've still got your own mind. Mine's, my mum was ABBA, mm-hmm. but dad was status quo. Is it the band as a whole, or is it specific songs? No, every single ABBA song. Every song. Amazing. Yeah. What, favourite ABBA song? ABBA song, um, oh God, you put me on the spot Sorry. now, see? Um, Mine's Fernando, if that helps. Thanks anyway. for music. <laughs> Fernando's brilliant. Fernando's great. I love it. Um, I just like the simple lyrics, but and then voulez-vous for the groove, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. There's so many. There's millions. There's some tracks on um, tracks on voulez-vous, which is just crazy. And we really, did voulez-vous live, do you remember? We did voulez-vous, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I just couldn't, I couldn't sing it for shit. <laughs> 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 I managed the bass line, um, but the bloody... I wonder if we could put it in the podcast. I don't know that violates copyright. <laughs> Plus, I'll just stick it in. I'll look. I'll just stick uh, it. in. don't stick oh, it yeah. in.
habit of recording me at my weakest moments <laughs> and, really... and posting it everywhere. Do you record <laughs> every gig? Do you like? Do we you... have been. We, we, we do try. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way of, well, soul crushing sometimes, but sometimes it's a good way of. I think it's harder it. for a singer. I think because mm. yeah, singers often moan more than drummers do, for example. But it's it's the atmosphere of the thing as well because I think you never really know what's going on at the time you can just you vibing off the audience and then if you hear it back and you think that was great because they loved it and they were giving me so much back and all this stuff and then you hear it back and you're like I'm never gonna sing again (laughs) are you are you your um, worst yeah I'm miserable absolutely miserable and and I'm I'm such a hypocrite because the thing that I work on most with students that I teach is confidence and believing in yourself and all of these things and I, I so mean it and it that is absolutely the thing that I work on the most. But I've got so many questions about it. But oh yeah. Yeah. No, well, no, talk, no. talk 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 to about what you're thinking of doing because it's interesting. What What do you mean? Trying. What oh, would mean? I mention this every. <laughs> yeah. What, what happens is I mention this every podcast. How I'm trying to come out of the sideman sort of vibe. I'm being right. a bass, been a bass player all my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I've been recording, singing, and playing guitar. Yeah. Acoustic guitar and and bass and all that sort of stuff and and getting some songs together to go and finally get out and be a, a bit of a frontman. Amazing. Which, yeah, would what's, be, what's would be exactly what you just yeah. talked about. The fear. Confidence. And, yeah. and, and, I'm, and also I'm the world's best procrastinator. Sure. And I was talking to Aidan the other night about my biggest thing at the minute is I'm scared that the arrival is going to be a letdown. You know what I mean? For, right. me, for me. I don't yeah. really care about anyone else, but I don't want it because it's such a big thing in my head. Do you want to do it with a band? Or yeah, do you want to yeah. Do it I've, got, I've kind of got a band yeah, ready already to go. to go. Well, Aiden and his brother, who were in my other band. <laughs> but um, and if they were happy to help me, I'd love it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'd be very, very lucky to. You've just got to do it, though. That's the thing, isn't it? It's is half, is the, that, is that, half the battle. You just, is you that just it, have to do it. That's the bottom yeah, line. That's it. Because we had another guy in here, I don't know, um podcast we did uh, with Boydie. Boydie is a lovely guy. And mm-hmm. he was a life coach. Mm-hmm. Still is. I'll say again? Still is. He still is a life coach. That's good. Yes, <laughs> but he, he was he, basically what it came down to. He just yeah. said, "Get on with it, man. Yeah. Stop." Because if you if you procrastinate, you'll regret, right? And then if but if you do it, even if it's what you deem to be bad or doesn't go the way you do it, then at least you know what the framework is to make it better. At least you have then something to work on. Yeah. So I used to um, I did English lit as my degree, okay. as my masters, and it was. The starting was always the hardest bit, and once you have something, even if you, um, sorry, I did not explain that very well. When you're writing an essay, you, the blank page is the scariest bit. Uh, yes. You write everything yeah. out, and even if you go back to it in a couple of days, you're like, that's a load of shit. Yeah. You would then have something that you can start on and think, well, that can go there and that can go there, or I need to start again, or that's not what I meant to say, or anything like that. I feel like it's the same thing. You have to sing something or do something in order to then edit. That's it. Mm. That's it. But you're a good singer. I don't know what you're worried about, Carl, because you're a good singer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you see? You yeah. see? It's, it's a, it's, is it a singer thing or is it a musician thing? I feel like musicians are generally quite well, Maybe Maybe because you've been a musician for so long, you just have your standards are too high. I do have high standards. I do, I do not want to just join the leagues of people just being mediocre. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've always... Cause, without boasting, like, I'm, I'm proud of what we, you and I do in a band. I think it's 
a bit higher quality than your sort of standard banders out there sort of thing without yeah. that sounds terribly boastful but <laughs> no yeah. but this is a, this cares, is a thing though isn't it I it's not boastful you, what you're saying is you're proud of what you do and you think it's really good mm. if you were like I'm the most amazing person and blah 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 nah. then but even even that you have to have some confidence behind it so by saying that's I think that's a massive problem with with so many different things is people have the fear that if they say anything complimentary about themselves it is deemed to be boastful deemed to be, yeah. and actually you all you've said there is I'm really good at what I do and that's fine that's right. okay it has to be okay otherwise why are you doing it exactly Right. I'm a, such a hypocrite. I can hear myself saying this. No, it's good. I've got millions of advice for people, and then when it comes down to me, I'm like, you know, preach. What's, the, what's, the, what's that? <laughs> preach to the. So, if Carl that. came into your tuition room, sure. What? what was, how would you? How would you approach it? I say. Actually, mm. instead of doing that, I was going to ask about like a beginning singer yeah. comes to you for the first time. Yeah. What actually happens at the first lesson? I make that a less daunting thing for people by explaining what actually happens. Oh, well, yeah. So with, I mean, it's I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who wouldn't mind starting, but it depends. I think who the singing teacher is. So my, I don't have any um, like formal singing training. I started singing with a band when I was 17, and then met people through that, and then that's how I was singing. I was singing with youth theatre before, but I never had lessons. So I don't know what a. Uh, what a technical perspective would be but with a okay. with a, a first lesson um if i had a student for the first time i would get them to sing anything anything at all anything they really like anything they really enjoy singing and we would go from there and i'd ask them i'd make sure the things to think about would be why why do you want to sing this song why do you want to sing in general what do you enjoy about singing this song and if you could do anything what would it be with this song particularly, would you want to sing it in front of people? Would you want to sing it more confidently? Are there bits of the song that you want to work on? And I'd get them in that way to drive the lesson. Okay. So then it becomes all about what they yeah. want to do with the song. Yeah. And that way I feel like, because it's, I can't imagine, I, I get scared singing in front of people that I don't know. And I know that I can sing and that I, make a living from singing yeah. so I feel like it would be the same if somebody if I if I went into a room and somebody was like play a trumpet or whatever I'd be like I don't even know where to begin so <laughs> yeah. I, I like to think about it in the same way in terms of how can I make this person feel the most relaxed and the most comfortable so that they don't feel like I don't want to scar anybody from singing no, because yeah. singing is it's meant to be fun right so mm -hmm. if you if you leave the lesson and think oh god I hated that I didn't want to do that again then that's like the, the worst possible outcome. that's a fail yeah yeah so it's not like walking Sit down, la 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 la. It's none of that rubbish. No, it's it's more. I mean, we definitely we definitely look at like breathing and and yeah, things it. and scales and all that stuff. But for the the first lesson is much more about why are you here. What do you want to do? Like, how do you how how do you see this going so that they hopefully they don't feel daunted by yeah. it. So that they yeah. so the interest stays and they keep yeah. doing it and all that. Exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Is that much the same with your bass lessons? Your very, very first sort of... Or do I ask, why do you want to be a bass player? Yeah. <laughs> That's just a question. I, I get, teach guitar as well. I get that, I, I get that every day. Why, why, why are you still a bass That's player? actually... That's, I do actually ask that. I say what... Because so, there's so few bass players these days. Mm. It's true. It's um, true. How many of your students want to be musicians? <clears throat> oh, 
this is good. Well, given the age range, to be honest, a lot of my students are primary and secondary, so a lot of them are just doing it as a hobby. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, why would an eight-year-old want to be a guitarist? I, it's an interesting question because they do they really have an endpoint of like this is going to be my career yeah. in mind. Well, well, also, people don't realise that you can. I mean, I didn't. I had no idea that realistically I would be making a living as a singing as a singing as a singing <laughs> as a singer. I had no no idea because I thought either you're famous or you're not singing and I never wanted I never wanted to be famous and actually nobody ever said well you could sing at weddings or you could do this or yeah. you could do this like yeah. I had no idea so I just I didn't do it that's why I went and did English that's, yeah, that's amazing that's what people that's, that's part of the whole scenario isn't it we need to educate people you know what I mean we need to educate, educate the kids so they can actually there's so many avenues so many because they probably see what's the big TV shows um, X Factor, X Factor, and all that, yeah. yeah, and all that, and they think, they think that's their chance, that's their yeah. shot. You know what I mean? But you, to get, how do you get on those shows in the first place? Well, the, you've got the, to be pretty bloody good, haven't you? The Voice, or bloody awful, or, awful. Or bl- yeah. yeah, exactly. The Voice, yeah. I think they they look for people because they they tend to go for. I haven't watched it in years, so I don't know, but I think they tend to go for musicians and singers who can actually sing. Yeah, because it's much more about talent that show than it is making fools out of people. Yeah. But I cannot, the reason why I haven't watched it in such a long time is because I hate it when yeah. they say, why, why are you here? It's like, because I've dreamt about it my whole life. I've always wanted to be a singer. It's like, well, what have you done about it? Yeah. Have you gone out and gigged? Have how you many sung gigs, at pubs how many, for how many no gigs money? have you done this year? Yeah, it's, and it's yeah, like, well, yeah. then you can't really, yeah. do you really want to do it? Or do you just yeah. want to be famous? Yeah. Yeah. But I've got, I've got students who, like, they want to be vets and they want to be, they, you know, they don't have it. They don't want to be musicians or singers or anything. And, and that's why... I try and gear my lessons to more like confidence basis based cool. things so that they can hopefully there's some kind of transferable skills. Do you guys get a lot of because of the ages that you teach mm. you get a lot of parents sort of doing the old yeah I used to play guitar you should learn guitar oh yeah, yeah oh, I get that you get that a lot, you get yeah. That a lot. Yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of parents well, because the, the dad's normally got a guitar lying around and the kids picked it up and then dad's yeah. like oh I can do something with this mm-hmm. yeah. We get a lot of that, yeah, mm. I imagine that. Whereas singing is a bit more, it's, it's you, isn't it? Everything is you. Yeah. So it's much it's more, much scary. more human emotion and human, like, totally. um, yeah, that's like psych, yeah. psyche kind of involved in it. Exactly. It's crazy. It's, um, what was I going to say? I was gonna, uh, that's part of the fear though, isn't it? The, mm-hmm. the, you know, that's because it's, it, you're... It's very vulnerable. Yeah, you're given, yeah, yeah, exactly. And not everybody is going to like you and no. somebody could be like that was amazing and i thought you had a really lovely voice and then somebody else could be like ah, it's not it's not my kind of music yeah. you, i don't really like your voice i don't really know why people like you yeah. and it's brutal because there's nothing you can do about it no but that's yeah it's just opinions but it's just opinions yeah and that, yeah. Forever, forever more. it's a harsh yeah a harsh world i think that's part of the yeah part of definitely part of my fear is because because of the lyrical side of it of creating something and singing I can't sing anything other than personal oh, so you're writing your own stuff. Yeah, oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah I can't I've, I've never I've never done the other people's music thing mm-hmm. really you know I did it briefly to make some money but I've always, yeah. I've always tried to create something but then I think you have original, to but think about the fact that somebody's going to listen to your songs and connect with them hopefully and that's 
Well, somebody will. In somebody about, will. In about 16 years. Sure. When, when you're ready. When, when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Have you, have you, do, you write, do you write music? Yeah, you write I've, I've written... Um, so I write with... Uh, I have written a... Oh, my God. I'm really sorry. That was stumbly, stumbly, wasn't it? <clears throat> I wrote an EP a couple of years ago um, with... I co-wrote it with um, Louisa, who I sing with in the Spitfire Sisters, yeah. and Steve, who um, is a co-writer for the Spitfire Sisters as well. Um, and they're both amazing, amazing songwriters. And I wrote, I sent, we kind of, they wrote a couple of songs for me, and then I wrote with both of them separately. Um, but that was, a, it was a very new process for me. So I was very grateful to have them to work with because they're experts and I'm still fairly new to it. And I'm, mm. I'm writing some material with my partner, who's also a musician at the moment. So I hope to get some stuff out. Yeah, that's that's cool. Are you? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. James. Yeah, cool. James. Mr. Ashdown. Mr. Ashdown. I only see I know that name. Flashdown Amps. Probably. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe. I'm Different. so bad. I'm so bad with people and faces. Anyway. Well, he's he's but, a fantastic songwriter and, and is, he's, he's a drummer kind of first and foremost, but he's, um, he's, his composition is amazing and he's mm. super musical in a very intimidating way like I'm quite I'm very <laughs> and it's annoying as well. like, it's yeah. annoying he's, it's, it's annoying is it he's yeah. yeah. just shit up yeah yeah it's brilliant very annoying. I love it but he, yeah. like, that's a real I have a real um, issue about like real like it's and it's all my issue in I bet, that I bet, I've got no, I like, bet he's beautifully humble as well and it just well, it's like, and he's good looking <laughs> yeah. he's alright he's alright he's like <laughs> But I, I really because because I haven't got any formal training, and he has so much training and so much experience that I have. It's such a uh, what's the expression? Bone of contention because I'm really like I don't know what I'm doing. Blah blah blah. Oh, and and it's, I'm so. I am so you. Yeah. Aiden is your boyfriend. There you go. There that, you is, go. Uh, that is it. I'm a plot. Wait. That's it. That's it. That's it. We are together. But in, in Caroline's, I'm playing bass. Um, and he's like a way better bass player than me. In, 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 oh, in, that's not true. In, oh, but in your in your mind, it's amazing what you know. It's amazing. And I'm like, shit. And he's throwing these chords at me, and like, I'm trying to watch his hands. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, don't <laughs> when he's watching my hand, he watches my hands, yeah. and he's like, you know, I'm in a C sharp. Dippy da da da, <laughs> and like, and it's like, ah, oh God, why didn't I learn it's, all this stuff? I, that's the, I always think that. Why, why didn't I spend some time learning? I, I did. I took grade five theory about. That's pretty hard. Years ago. Grade five is pretty hard. Well, Louisa like totally schooled me through it, and I, I just started um, dating James, so he used to like send me questions, some like theory questions, literally just as we started dating. Like, oh, should we hang out tonight? And then, yeah, How romantic, then, that's really then, Yeah, like, um, what is the interval between or whatever? And I'd be like, oh my God, if I get this wrong, he's going to break up with me. That's a real question. But I, I did it because Super I wanted pressure. to prove a point and I don't know yeah. why, I don't know why I, like, waste so much energy being like, but what if people think do I you use, Do you use it now? Um, no, no, well, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess so. I'm not in any way... That, I, th I feel like the exam was much more learn the stuff, repeat the stuff, mm. and there you go. Mm. But it definitely crops up, and I'm like, oh, I actually know what that means because I did it. But yeah, it's strange, isn't it? I yeah. find it weird. I find it a, a weird balance. I, I used to think years and years and years ago that I think it's probably why I didn't go down this route. That I think I had someone tell me that oh, if you're if you're technically minded and all this, and you've learnt all these rules, you stick to the rules. And I was like, 
rebellious punk rocker yeah. and I just didn't want anything to do with rules you know what I mean I don't, yeah. you know and it was just like I was a kid but um, nowadays I'm looking on YouTube and doing bass lessons on YouTube you know just because you know and I'm like oh I actually know this stuff I just don't know what it's called yes, it's right. exactly what you just explained yeah, yeah. yeah so it's cool but it's mad but it's if it's uh, what am I trying to say here from the heart when you Technical ability, does that come from the heart? Mm. <laughs> Hold on. Like, Hold on, you mean like theoretical ability? <laughs> theoretical or ability, yeah. Um, I think you're right. I think the benefits of theory is being able to play something and create something and then being able to explain to someone else accurately what you're doing. Yes. That was poetic. Yeah. Yes. No reason. Let's, 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 let's go to my website. Let's go. <laughs> use, that. Put on use, that. Use, use that immediately. But this is the thing, I, I, I don't know you, we've just met this evening, mm. I'm sure you are exceptionally talented, but Aidan, I know, I'm so impressed by the material that you produce for the students, it's like, you just do it, you just yeah. do it, it's just there, it's like, voila, here you go, this is what we're doing, I'm like, how, how have you do, how have you heard it, and then been like, oh, no, I know. I just sh- sheltered adolescence, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of evenings spent having songs that I really I, wanted to learn. I was, I was transcribing stuff. I was transcribing guitar stuff before I could play the guitar. So I've been a, I've been a transcriptionist uh, before I've been a musician, really. How? Kind of. How? Um, I, used to, I used to buy the books. I used to have Finale, which was like an alternative to Bailey. I don't know where I got it from. I used to buy the books and then I used to transcribe what I saw in like guitar tab books mm. into, into Finale. Have it written out like I was into Oasis and Blur and yeah, Bitpop yeah. stuff, and then I used to listen to the bass line and, and approximate it by moving the pitches up and down. And That's amazing. Well, I could, I could play piano, so I knew enough about rhythm and intervals and stuff. But then that, that's how I taught myself. It's, it's the best way I think to learn sight reading is to transcribe stuff. So did you, so you played piano? You play piano, bass, guitar. I, used to play, I played trombone. We got up to grade oh. eight trombone. Seriously? Yeah, I started with piano, and then I uh, <sighs> I got to grade eight trombone when I was. 18 I got I got like a grade 8 I got distinction in grade 8 and then I literally lost like sort of yeah done it put it down <laughs> I, I, literally lost I played it once since yeah. and that was half my life ago yeah. that's amazing and then that's when that's the same time I started playing bass guitar which I guess is kind of the same because they're both bass clef and they both play the kind, yeah. same kind of supportive role yeah. so you would say you are first and foremost I did my degree in bass in bass okay yeah, yeah. so I guess and then I probably I make most of my money musically through bass I would have as a performer yeah. yeah, I would have responded. Yeah, that's probably what I have. I think. I think it's just. Is that? I don't know. We're probably getting off subject a bit here, talking about bass again. <laughs> but it's like it's, it's just because there's not many out there. Do you reckon? Any, I, when any, when, any, when my students do turn up and say play bass, I say you've made a really wise choice yeah, here because yeah. every, there's not enough bass players in the world. Yeah, exactly. However average you turn out after lessons with me, you'll still be in a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have a double bass? No, I don't play double bass. I never play double bass. Because I have such, I have a lot of know? issues, tennis, elbow, carpal tunnel, that kind of stuff. I'm slightly right, right. worried about learning it just in case it kind of exaggerates all that. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to buy mine? <laughs> I like your bass. Yeah, it sits there in the corner. Yeah. I don't play it very often. It looks great though, right? Yeah, well, mine's, cool. mine's one of those electric ones, so it's the same uh, without the big fat body. That's still cool. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It's, cool. it's a nice bit of kit, but it doesn't get played as much as it should. In fact, the new Caroline songs are going to get yeah. some upright bass on it, I think, so that's cool. But yeah. singing! <laughs> so Hannah, right? I'm not. I'm not going to ask you to reveal your age because sure. you're you a lady. I, so I don't mind. But if you, if you only started singing at 17, you yeah. you fit a lot in. Yeah. You've, you've been pretty 
your, well, your trajectory has been quite steep. I've been very lucky, I think, with the people that I've met um, and the people that I've been able to work with. I'm, I'm 29, so... Yeah? Yeah. Is that okay? Oh, well, fine. Okay. <laughs> 29, I'm all yeah. probably... Yeah. Um, but you just told us you're director of a jazz festival. I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, well, if yeah. you told me that, I'd think you'd be like in your 50s or 60s. I'm 63. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I guess the jazz festival came about because um, I live in Winchester and we... Uh, sorry, me and Anna and Louisa, who make up the Spitfire Sisters, realised that there was a, a lack of music opportunity in terms of venues and music that was being offered by the venues that we did have that were, that were music orientated there was a real lack of jazz specifically yeah. um, and so uh, I came to the others and said I think we should do a jazz festival um, and they looked at me like what? are you mental <laughs> but we're totally so up for it and and it has been such an amazing experience because we're all super passionate about getting musicians into yes. venues and performing and getting audiences to see uh, musicians and experience uh, music that they might not get from Winchester and bringing artists down from London and various other places so it's been it's our fourth festival is in September so is it really hard work it's yeah it's really hard because work. musicians are hard difficult people to deal with sure they? yeah <laughs> well I mean we as musicians ourselves, we shouldn't really say that because we're, we're equally as difficult. But it's it's more the liaising and the having to be in several places at once and, and getting the funding. The funding yeah. is is hard work, and and we tried really hard to say we're never going to ask people to negotiate on fee. That if they if we ask a band to perform and we can't afford them, then we'll just have to say. We don't want to be like, I'm really sorry, could you do it for 50 quid? Because yeah, it's not fair. Because if somebody said that to us, we'd be... And 500 exposure tokens. Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. Tell <laughs> me about it. Tell me about it. Um, so, yeah, so we're trying very hard to be as fair to artists and venues and make sure it's a real medium process That's across good. everybody. But, yeah, it's, it's hard work. But we're four years... Well, three and a half years in, and, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, so, it's so much fun. It's such a fun weekend, but um, it is exhausting. Sorry, how broad... Is your, how broad is the jazz? Is it, is it trad? Is it or is it? We're, does it go we're right trying out to there? make it as broad as possible, oh. um, but basically, it's it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's. We don't kind of book with any kind of rules in mind. It no, is. Cool. It's who do we think would be great? Who would fit? We in should send her a CD. Well, yeah. We do should. please? Yeah, we should. We absolutely should. Yeah, that would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> but it's yeah. But it's it's. That was um, my, that was my sideline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me one across the table. Later. But yeah, it's. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun, and it's it's a real team effort. Like if if the three of us didn't like each other each other as much as we did, I think it would be a lot harder work. But because we all get on and we all understand each other, we've been working together for such a long time. We've known each other for much longer than we've been working together. It makes it a really fun experience. That's great. Yeah. So um, Spit Spitfire Sisters. Spitfire Sisters. Yes. Um, can you in a nutshell? Uh, so, we're a three-part vocal harmony trio. Um, we started off as uh, a kind of Andrew Sisters style band, um, and now uh, we sing our own material and um, perform with a band. We're at 11 or 12 piece at our biggest form. Oh, wow. Uh, wow, that's awesome. Which is awesome. Well, you've got the horn section, the yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah the awesome. three of us play saxophone, and then we have uh, two, sometimes three trumpets, 
clarinet and a trombone. So trombone, you can come and live with us. It'd be a great day, trombone. Oh there you, go. you know, my trombone's been in the garage for like years. I, I haven't opened it because I'm just scared to, to what I reveal. It'll be seized. It'll be like a load of moths will come yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> So you sent me some recordings, which yes. I haven't received. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah right. Were the Spitfires yeah. on the recordings? Can we? Yes. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. Should we put some in? Do you want to introduce it? Yes. Um, well, I don't know which one. Which one would it? Which one? I don't know. Is there? Well, is there a song? <laughs> is there a song that um, sums you guys up? There's. There is the title track to our first originals album, um, which was written by Louisa, and it's called "Put Your Phone Away." Oh, okay. I was just going to ask about this. All right. I like a final online, yeah? Yes. Okay, cool. cool. Okay, let's have a listen. It's tragedy that with technology's best You're consumed by connections and data Obsessed Triumphantly trawling that stream of trash Like pictures of friends who've been out on the lash your tweets are depleted your facebook's been read why don't you try something real instead your emails and messages all can wait we're supposed to be on a date to take away your life someday These fleeting moments are not here to stay So put your phone away Talk it out so peacefully I'm feeling all alone You're on your telephone Please put your phone away I'm not going to fight for your attention That's great. Obviously, that's you at the start that by yourself. Me at the start. And you were, you were, you were like cringing a little bit when you I, heard this. Only, I was it's only because, it sounds so good. It's unbelievable. Only because I'm my own worst critic. That's, and that's it. all. But but the song. I mean, Louisa is such a brilliant songwriter, and it's I I love working with them both so much, and we get to do some really really exciting things. So it's 
It's really nice to I haven't heard that in a really long time. It's really nice to hear it again. It's cool. It's one of my favourites to do very live. Cool. It's a very, and it's the subject matter is perfect for this day and age, isn't it? Come on. It's brilliant. Well, I listen to that and I hear a lot of music. Do you, know what, do, do you know what I mean? There's really interesting harmonies and there's a lot of like extended chords and there's thought about them, like the harmony and all that kind of stuff. That, harmony I think is that's incredible. the biggest compliment that we could wish for, I think. It's, it, when we started out and we were very much one of, of many, many three-part vocal harmony groups and, and um, th there were so many of us all doing very similar things, the vintage thing was really in um, and we uh, go to Goodwood and perform there and lots of lots of three-part vocal harmony groups were there and it, and they're all lovely. It's a, it's a wonderful community and a very supportive community and it doesn't feel like anybody's doing the same thing because everybody's doing very different things. It doesn't feel particularly competitive. But we were just very aware that when we started, we wanted to focus on the music mm -hmm. part of it and, and kind of include some, like, the costumes and the theatrics of stage shows but really make sure that we weren't forgetting about the music. That was going to be the most important thing. So that's a huge compliment. Thank you very so, much. So is it... 50s or the 60s? 40s. Or how, 40s. 40s. Yeah, so 40s. Andrew's sisters were 40s. Okay, who are the Andrew sisters? So Sorry, Paul No, it's, the Andrew sisters were uh, a 1940s vocal harmony trio and they were um, very popular, especially during wartime. Wartime, they isn't did it? Yeah, USO yeah. tours and, and were. Because that's a familiar kind of sound to me, that's where it's come from. Yeah, it? they, they started, the Andrew sisters actually started as a tribute band to the Boswell sisters, who were the kind of 30s version of, of them and, and obviously them people imitate and then they started doing their own thing um so yeah so it's it's kind of it's an ongoing tradition i think we see ourselves as continuing the, the tradition of doing those harmonies but then taking it into a more modern realm yeah, that's exactly what i was just about to say have, have you got more so the old songs are they sort of got modern themes yeah so yeah. yeah so i think louisa um her, her writing style is is very much kind of um Good humour. Yeah, humour and, and witty takes on kind yeah, yeah. of modern things, but in that vintage style. And, and she writes um, mostly with our pianist, Steve. So um, they kind of write those commentaries, social commentaries, I yeah, guess. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Love it. Well, were, you, were you all into the kind of the 40s thing? And that's why you got together? Or did you get together and think, what can we do? It was, Louisa sent a message to me and Anna and just said, I've got an idea. How do you feel about it? And, oh, right. and we said. So yes. you guys didn't meet through the band. You know no, each other. No, we knew each other. We used to do youth theatre together. Oh, so okay. um, Louisa and Anna have known each other for twenty years, um, and then Louisa left the youth theatre. Anna was still in there, and I joined. And I was there kind of the same time as Louisa's brother, um, who is in our band. He plays bass, and um, a few other of our band members are kind of from the youth theatre era. So That's we've cool. known each. We've all known each other for a really long time, and it's it's really lovely. It's it's so nice to kind of be working together, still be talking. That's it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So how do you think, how do the harmonies, the three-part harmonies come up? Do, do, are they written before or is it a part of like it jamming almost? Or? Depends, it dep we do it in lots of different ways. So um, when it's a new song, uh, Louisa tends to write the harmonies into it when she's writing the song. Mm -hmm. um, but when we started, it was kind of working out as we as we went. It's led, um, Louisa's definitely the musical director of it, so it's, it's all kind of led by her and then yeah we, we work around with do you have does each vocalist have strong points like do you can you hit the high notes better than another one or is, is it does it work like that we tend way, to or? we tend to stick in the format so i sing the tune lou sings soprano and um anna sings alto ish i guess low oh, yeah so so we all but yeah anna's anna carries all those beautiful low notes and louisa's up in the, yeah, up in the high notes yeah that works a treat amazing and you were on tour. You were on tour recently, weren't you? Yeah, we were on tour in um, December. We had a we had a mad December, which was 
great fun. I always wanted to say, I'm going on tour. It's <laughs> <laughs> really nice. But yeah, we had we had a killer year last year. It was it was amazing. We we went on the Orient Express. I saw um, I watched it on YouTube actually, it's great that that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And yeah, and then we had this amazing tour and we've been very, very lucky and I think we consider ourselves very lucky, but we'll seven and a half years we've been going just over oh, yeah, right. almost seven and a half years That's so good. we feel all, all the same band members yep yeah, yeah so cool. yeah the three of us and then um mostly the same band members a few additions and um yeah there's uh yes yeah, and um there's a we have a depth singer called honey who's amazing who who kind of depths in um yeah, who's also great. That's so amazing. yeah, so it's it's tends to be the core, and then yeah. That's what, hard. What well, twelve twelve people. Yeah. Getting them together for like a rehearsal. When, yeah. When did you, you all talk together? All... No, we we did a couple of tour dates um, as as a whole band, and then mostly it was the three of us and Steve. Yeah. Which is ah, nice. Okay. So yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. smaller, and then we play the saxophone. So it's it's more of a it's a more intimate show. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we do the bigger shows with our. I was going to ask band. how you know do you do it as often as you would like to I or think has life taken over we'd a bit? love no we'd love to do it more i think yeah. i mean we do it, old, yeah yeah we but we we are we're really busy we're really fortunate mm. i think so uh, cool. it's uh yeah it's balancing everything else we've got going on and jazz festival and and we've all got our own projects and, and things like that so it's kind of making it work with everything else but yeah we we're very fortunate with how busy we are that's cool can you tell me last thing i saw a picture of you guys on youtube because doing a little bit of research and I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch the video so I was at work <laughs> but um, you guys were on stage with your phones yes and is that part that's obviously part that's of it that's for the that's for the put your yeah, phone away yeah, yeah so, exactly and yeah we, um, we you see you're just sort of looking and, and yeah. ignoring we yeah. sing the whole song looking at our phones and yeah. <laughs> which adds to the humour yeah which well, is great I yeah. love that yeah that's good it does mean we get distracted we, I mean we have to we we know our material very very well but we have to know that song really well to not get distracted because yeah. James is in the audience texting you yeah no but it happens like I text I always I always text people I'm like I'm on stage right now they're like I don't care okay that's like, oh, an Instagram lives yeah. yeah I'll never forget actually we were with um Tupé was in Brighton I think and we were playing um, and we were halfway through and we used to have these breaks in the songs and um, and the drummer Jay his phone went off in the break and Jay would bring the song back in but instead of bringing the song back in he just answered his phone <laughs> and he was his mate John asking if he wanted to go to the zoo on Saturday <laughs> he, was on, he was on the stage we were cracked up the answer was always yes yes yeah it was always yes, yes. Yeah. I I'll never, never forget that it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Halfway point. Halfway. Halfway point. That's the point that is halfway. Halfway point. Grandfather clock. <laughs> so, so you're in the Spitfire Sisters, mm -hmm. and um, you mentioned another band as well, didn't you? Yes, so I sing um, I'm a vocalist with a band called Down for the Count, which is a um, a band kind of London London based, and they they have various um, formats. So they have a, a swing orchestra um, who are amazing it's a real privilege to sing with them they're they're amazing musicians and um we do like pizza express jazz club and hideaway and things like that which uh was always again another another dream that i feel very fortunate to be able to do um, so that, have is, that, band as well. is that is that oh you like motown so oh, cool. yes, yeah, yeah awesome i was just gonna say do you, would you sing in a rock band as they ask i i would love, love to, to i've yeah, got yeah. no no experience in in rock at all, but, no, but I would yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I was just singing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what part? Is that what part of a singer is? Is really essentially like you because you don't you don't just like jazz. You like all forms of music, don't you? Yeah. I, well, I, 
it's a kind of I feel like I do I mean I'm shameless in that I'll I'll do anything for 50 quid so or any kind of music <laughs> don't mind don't I mean no don't yeah. pay, pay, please pay me probably but like I do, I'm I'm definitely about the experience of it as well and trying new things so if somebody was like come sing my rock band I'd be yeah. like a hundred percent yes I'm there yeah but I I have no experience in it so I'm not selling myself as that <laughs> but I would a hundred percent would yeah. <laughs> I say it's, that's part of the um I, I keep talking about this stuff but I want to take us on a, a bit of a technical talk later on keep, what were you going to mention your, talking about your other band sorry again the, um... can we play any? yeah can we play them as well? oh yeah well, um, what, what else sure, have you yeah. sent me that hasn't arrived um, yet? so I sent you some um, solo stuff some singing songwriting music can we put, can we put um, some of that on? yeah absolutely yeah okay hold on, hold on hold on is it on the internet? yes okay we can play it <laughs> Do you want to introduce it? Um, yes, this is a song called Wild that I wrote with Steve Christie. See, that's getting rocky already. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Rocky vibes. That's yeah. rocky vibes. That's I'm like... so fortunate that I work with people who can read minds because I I sang it into a voice memo. I had I had the chords and the words, and it was the first song that I'd ever written that I I had I had the whole the whole thing, but I knew it. I wasn't playing it how I wanted to play it because I just didn't have the ability. So I sent it to Steve, um, and he was like, "Yeah, I think you should go with this." And I was like. Yes, that's good. And then I, I play. I said to um, my friend Joe, who plays the drums, who's an amazing, amazing drum player. Um, is he better than James? Oh, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> I've known Joe. I hope James is This is very oh, tricky. Man. I've known James. Is obviously, amazing. I've known Joe since he was thirteen, and, and like he's he's a dreamy drummer as well. So Aiden, I'm spoilt. Aiden spoilt for choice. Yeah, spoilt for choice. Um, but I, I said to him, I wanted to kind of go like this, and like try to mouth drum. That's the best uh, way sometimes. But, and he was that's like, oh, you mean like this? And he just got it. So I'm very, very fortunate 
to work with such amazing people. But it sounds like, is it recorded live? It sounds really live. Yeah. It does sound uh, live. Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't recorded live. It wasn't recorded in many takes. Hmm. I, no, it wasn't recorded live, though. It sounds like, quite, quite organic. Thanks very much. Thanks. Yeah, no, I noticed that. Bass is nice and woolly. Yeah. Then, big, big woolly tone. But that's maybe because I've got the headphones smashed on my ears. <laughs> we went to see a band the other night and it wrecked your ears. I had oh, smashed no. my ears, Who yeah. Who was it? Black Peaks. I don't, I don't know. From Brighton. Very yeah, good. nice. Describe, he, describe his singing style. I, I'm, uh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> but his no, I think he's got, he's got... I don't know because I don't know much. I don't know singing techniques, but he's got. I think he's got great technique because he's mm-hmm. got. He's got the growl because it's a, yep. essentially like a progressive. It's quite hardcore. Song, hardcore right? sort of band, you know. What with they really Black Peaks. Black Peaks. It was checking out. Yep. Their latest album is amazing. But he can sing amazingly, and he's got a really nice. Is it high, falsetto? The high end voice. Mm-hmm. He can really sing up there high, nice. and then he can really and he and music filled with melody. So and then, but then when he needs to, he can scream like the yeah. best of them. Wow. But that's hardcore. And switch between them just yeah. so quickly, like it's. And I, I was going to ask you about all this later on when I want to talk about technique and like microphone technique, and it is amazing. It was amazing in watching him sing. I was like, oh, I'd kill to be able to do that. Mm. I'd kill to be able to do it because he's. But you can. Well, I don't. Know, yeah, maybe. I'm at 29, what is it, 29 pounds an hour singing? I need to save my pennies. <laughs> but I guess there's as much technique in the like, you know, the, the death metal kind of... Yeah, because there's no way, those guys, like those guys do that all night without losing their voice. Yeah. It's amazing. And yeah, that's a skill. Yeah, I don't right. know how... I don't know how no. people do that. Is that it's something amazing. you'd be interested in learning? A hundred percent. Like... To, to pass on as a teacher. Yeah, you know well, I, mean? I feel like I need to, I, it's not, um, I definitely could benefit with learning more about that myself, for sure, in terms of the sustainability of, of yeah. voice, because I, the people I teach are not, te- are not singing kind of every day or not going out and gigging, mm. so I, I, that, that kind of thing I don't have that much experience with, so I would definitely benefit from learning about that as a singer anyway, for sure. Yeah. Sustaining and, and looking after. But, you, but when you go on tour, I mean, you must have. When you sing so frequently, you yeah. have to preserve your voice yes. and look after it. Steaming. I All right. Steamed like crazy. Or getting this really, really yeah. drunk. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. Just no, I know get what you mean. absolutely yeah. wasted. No, but. Like, absolutely fine. Well, literally, <laughs> yeah. um, water steam. I bought a, a specific vocal ceramic inhaler, which oh. I thought was going to be unbelievably like gimmicky and bit wanky like oh this is my vocal hit. but it changed my life it was amazing and i explain read it just because i don't it just was it like a vape yeah yeah i guess so I don't, i'm not not familiar with the vaping uh, situation but it's it's just it's like you just it's more direct than kind of because i used to just do it with a, a bowl and a bowl, tea yeah. towel um but it's more direct and it it i would absolutely credit the fact my voice stayed wow did you go a vocal rest no, I didn't. The, the three I didn't. of you are vocal rest just in I, silence I, just, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> I, it's, 
it's um the last November, so 2017, I lost my voice completely, and uh, it was the I was terrified from singing. Or? From well, I I think so because I did I wasn't particularly I, wasn't, I didn't have a cold or anything. I'm just it must have been just overuse, wow. and I was terrified because we were about to go into our busiest season, and we were recording a Christmas album at the time, and it was. It, I had to be sent home from the recording session and I was so upset, like yeah. absolutely mortified. And obviously you can't do anything t about it, you just have to go home and not do anything and rest. But luckily it came back, so this year I made much more of a concerted effort to look after do you think, um Do you think there's a mental side, like stress is involved in that? Oh, 100%. Like if, you, yeah. if, your brain's think, if, brain, if your brain knows there's a busy period yeah. coming up, it's more like Absolutely. To... I, th I think connected with anything health, wise I think stress is such a huge component. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So if, I think if, you're, anxiety, yeah, yeah. if you're like, I'm, I've got this massive season, I can't possibly get ill, you're going to get run down quicker because you're wasting, not wasting, but you're using so much energy worrying about things mm. that you're just going to get run down. I mean, it's not scientific in any way, that, the way that I've just explained that, but yeah, I do, I definitely believe that. No, it's, sure. solves, it's also solves a lot. Yeah, always So, So let me ask you about alcohol. Yes. It, it, does, it has an effect. Well, on yeah. the voice, obviously. I, I mean, again, I wouldn't I'd be able to comment from a technical you, point no, of no, view, yeah, but exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I think so. it, it feels quite drying sometimes, mm. I think. But then at the same time, I have absolutely thought, I've lost my voice, I'm going to have a whiskey, and that has brought it back mm. temporarily. Because, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. the singer, a blues guy in Brisbane that I used to work with, he mm. used to have a whiskey before he Yeah. And because it would bring the drawl, it would bring what right. he thought. But I'm not sure if that was partially in the mind again. I, I get. I well, I don't know. know maybe. Don't know. But it's. I. I. Absolutely. If I'm like, I can't sing. I've lost my voice. Or it feels like it's going. I will have a whiskey before I sing. And I'm not sure how sensible that is. But no. I don't. I don't tend to drink in general at the moment. I'm on like a massive, a very boring health no. diet no, kick thing good. for that's good. It's not boring system purposes. So it's. I'm. I'm not drinking at all at the moment. And. I, and all the better for it. Well, it? Sure, yeah, but is it the alcohol? I don't. I miss it. I miss yeah. it so much. <laughs> I can't anymore. Somebody offered to buy us a, a pint at that gig that we did after the um, that not we didn't do that we were there. The yeah, yeah. Or yeah, and they were like, "Can I buy a pint?" And that was only about a month into the diet, and I was yeah. like. Like, I want one so bad, please. Can I smell the pipe? I'll just, just sniff it. Yeah. It's like my dad. I think my dad, my dad gave up smoking. I think he must have coughed up a lung one night because he was, uh, you know, he was he'd been smoking all his life, and then all of a sudden he wasn't, and we were like, "Wow, what's going on there?" That's amazing. Woo but he that. but he used to smell his mate's backy tin. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I and do. That like... with, I don't. I don't eat sugar anymore, and I do that with. Again, luckily I know Anna and Louisa so well because if they eat anything remotely delicious, I'm like, before you eat that, can I just sniff it? <laughs> like, okay. Now they offer it before I've even asked, would you like to sniff it? <laughs> yes, please. Thanks. <laughs> Very creepy. Amazing. Sugar, sugar, <laughs> sugar's the de devil. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go there, but no, it really it is. is the devil, yeah. yeah. I did a stint um, a while ago. Um, Zoe had me helped me get off sugar when I came back from Australia so mm. she helped me get off sugar and because I was so addicted I didn't even know yeah and um, honestly I was a different person for a while I was like I was alive I was more awake I was getting up more sprightly it did you feel awful there. at the beginning yeah I felt like I was yeah coming off the the bad sauce. Yeah, yeah it's it like it's amazing, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, it's so shocking. This diet that um, 
this doctor put me on was like was n no sugar whatsoever so not even like fruit or anything like that and I really thought if I was ever going to murder anybody it would be in that week yeah. that yeah. first week yeah. of like he's mad he's yeah. mad yeah. but I've... I do feel better for it no, so. it is good yeah, yeah, worth yeah, it. it's, yeah. It's, true. it's true sorry to be that person <laughs> <laughs> so what's this I hear about you starting start up a rival podcast <gasps> No! <laughs> Do you need to borrow some equipment? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> you guys leave. And uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Spitfire Sisters are doing a, a podcast. So we recorded our first episode live at Winchester Cocktail Week. Did you know Winchester had a cocktail week? I did because yeah. I did all the signage oh, for oh, it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we, did, we did all the banners and all that stuff for my work. Yeah, so. Amazing. Yeah, and it's in Winchester like that. We're, we're oh, pretty on, on. They are. Have you met, so you know Gary and Marcus? Well, no, I don't know them because obviously I don't deal with the customers, but obviously. Right. Right, right. Um, the, the, the way you work. said that, I don't deal with no, 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 no. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I, I, I just manufacture the goods. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are amazing. They run such an amazing um, festival. Um, but yeah, so they very kindly let us record our first episode as part of Winston Cocktail Week. So, so it's a live in front of an audience? In front of an audience, wow. yeah. That was the most scared I've ever been, like work-wise. That's, our next, that's our next step, Aidan. You so, should do it, it's great. So we just, we, uh, so basically just used to be having a chat, wasn't yeah, it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, we, we sang, a, we did sing a few songs, um, but yeah, it was us. We kind of knew the format we wanted to take the evening and, and yeah, did some chat. When, when's the next one? I want to come. Um, yeah. I, that's, I don't know. Somebody suggested, actually, we did like all of them live which we hadn't really thought about before oh, okay. so I, d I don't know I don't know if we will but we will definitely do another live one so you're thinking just live, live for the first one as an introduction and that, that was our original yeah. thought yeah and, uh, but now we're not now we're not sure we have to have a meeting well that's cool yeah. you could have like a um, I don't know if you're well, the people who come to see you play in yeah. the band yeah. surely they'd like to hear you talk well, I maybe you could I do like a little intermission do like five yeah. six songs and just podcast do Five, six songs. Yeah, so you could go, yeah, we could say, you're invited to go to the bar, or you can hang around and, and listen, to, listen us. to us chat for a bit. Yeah, I like that. Like, yeah. I'll run it past. Yeah, yeah good. It was fun. But that yeah. was 5% to me. Yeah, on absolutely. That's <laughs> <laughs> the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, I'm just joking. Podcasts are famously money-making, so... Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. So what have we got planned for the future? What's coming up? Oh, bloody hell. Um, the future. Are you playing the railway in soon? We, that's where we did our cocktail week. Ah, that's yeah. the one. That's yeah, the one. Yeah. Okay, I missed it. Sorry. Mm. Oh, someone at work mentioned you guys. Uh, uh, yeah, that was, I was like, ah, okay. That but that one. must have been, yeah. I don't future work. I guess um, more singing? Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think. <laughs> um, yeah. When's the next gig? Um, next gig is tomorrow. Oh. Valentine's Day. We're on um, the Belmond British Pullman, which is the sister train of the Orient Express. We have a contract with them, which is oh, that sounds fancy. So fancy. Yeah, it's really nice. So, so does the train move? Yeah, it goes to um, it goes round the countryside, and so you have like you either have a dinner trip or an afternoon tea trip or something like that. So Very yeah, we, nice. we walk up and down the train and knock on the doors and say hello. Would you like a song? What about the Watercrest Line? Yeah, we haven't done that one actually. Done that, no. they, they do do a wartime. Yeah, they do. We've we have been told about it a few times yeah. actually, but yeah, no, touch. we haven't done it. But yeah, we'd love to. For I'll, sure. give you, I'll give you some names. Look <laughs> at this guy on the connection. No, so, no, where, no. where did the Orient Express take you? Yeah, that that um, was moving, was it? We yeah, we flew out to Venice. <sighs> we spent the night in Venice, oh, yeah. and then check we got it, check it. on yeah. the train, <laughs> and we went back to London. On the train. Oh wow. Yeah. On the train. Yeah. So oh. you go. Well, you go. Um, all like through an amazing route all around all through Europe and then you get to Calais and then yeah. you get a the crossing and then you get on the Belmont British Pullman at Foxton. Wow, and how long does that last? 
Uh, we were on it for, I don't know, like last 24 hours, just over 24 hours. Oh, right. it's, re- it's pretty quick, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you go through an amazing route. So you, you have dinner, uh, geography is not my strong point, but one of the dinners, that, or one of the meals that you have, you are kind of go through Austria and then Switzerland or then wow. somewhere else. So it, probably not those because they're probably not next to each other anyway and I'm, geography is terrible, but... Um, you, you go through three countries and I told my dad about it I was like we did this and we did we went through here here and he was like oh that's not the way I would have driven it's like, not, not, not really the point dad but, yeah okay like I think they wanted to show us the app dad, so, the yeah. trains are dictated by yeah. these track <laughs> like, things that's definitely not the quickest way it's like no we know but again we're not trying to get from A to B we're trying to you know so yeah, that was uh, that was an amazing experience. And it's like the, the poshest train you've ever been on. It, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And they, so you you have this cabin, and then, I mean, bearing in mind that we were there to sing, it was un, we were so unbelievably lucky that we got to experience everything. So we stayed in like a passenger cabin, and the cabins are joined by two doors. So. Lou and Anna were in one and me and Steve were in the other and you go for dinner and by the time you get back from dinner they've turned it into bunk beds wow. like, it's, it's like how what it's magic it's so good it's, it's so like cool. the Hogwarts Express it is it really, it's but magic. it feels like that it was, it was awesome. amazing that's yeah. amazing so yeah very very lucky so that's yeah I cool. don't like future I just more singing um, got some really exciting Spitfire dates and diary and um, what's the what's the what's the ratio of importance between your singing and your teaching Oh, that's Tricky a good question. question. Yeah, I mean, I know obviously the teaching probably brings in the finances. Well, I, I, to be honest, I mean, I'm in a very fortunate position where the singing is actually my main income at the moment, oh, which, cool. which I feel cool. very, very lucky yeah. about. Um, I really enjoy the teaching, and I've I've cut down a little bit um, in the last few months. Yeah. Um, partly because of health and partly because of, of gigs and, and trying to make sure that I'm not working seven days a week. Um, but the the teaching that I do do, I do really enjoy. So I can't... It's tricky. I mean, the, I think the gigs... The gigs will always come first. Oh, they'll always... Yeah. yeah. Always come first. But I, I am... I, I don't go into teaching thinking, oh, I've got to teach today. No. I do, I do enjoy it. But the, it's the gig. Does it... I'm going to ask you both this question. Does it ever get like that? Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously we all have days at work where you're like, I'm, you know, oh god, I can't do this again. Mm. You know what I mean? It, so yeah, even though you it, it wouldn't be work, let's say. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's work, isn't it? Yeah. But it's still something you love, and you're not packing Xboxes onto a pallet in yeah. a factory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which you know, no disregard to people who do that. But um, yeah, still be playing bass for a living, playing guitar for a living. That's great. And singing for a living. That's awesome. That is great, great, great. That's very nice. I build signs. That's <laughs> oh, cool too, though. Do you love it? I, I do. Yeah, I really, really do. Exactly. Then. I really exactly. do. I get to use my mind. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And my hands. <laughs> and tools. It's, uh, it's, I love the, it. it's the early mornings it gets, man. Because yeah. as a musician, you, you gig at night. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. And school starts at half past eight in the morning. Brutal. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah that's, I really wish they'd sort that out. That's not how that Yeah. I've worked out. I, I see 150 students a week. If you can. Wow. Do you? So, so. But every time they see me, they only see me once a week. Yeah. Yes. So you've got you still got to be on form and, and make still, for them. And you still yeah. do gigs those weeks, and you still. I remember doing. Yeah. I remember having a the day job. Um, you know, and driving to like Bath of an evening, getting back at two in the morning, yeah. getting up at six to get yeah. to work for seven. It's killer. But you're did like you find four hours sleep, and you become a zombie after a while, and you're, and you're no good to no one. Did you but, find that when I when I first started singing, um, I was. Well, not when I first started, but I 
I moved to London to do my masters and I had a job uh, in a coffee roastery which I absolutely loved and then I was gigging at the same time. You can make coffee? I can make coffee. <sighs> I I, do you know what? I, know I don't want to brag, but I make an insane cup of coffee. Oh, I have brag. Of, the, of all the things, of all the things that I like have done or I have do. I have to. Oh I've God, Hannah Catherine. <laughs> it's really late. Um, of all the things that I have ever done, I can stand up and brag and not be ashamed about how well I make a cup of coffee. All right, talk, talk me through. Um, talk me through a latte. Uh, interesting. See, the specialism of the coffee place I used to work at was a. Um, it was a it was a, a see you Carl <laughs> it's like I'm out I don't care I drink decaf yeah. <laughs> I have to drink decaf so coffee just spins my mind it's like something yeah, I can't I have the, there, are, there is good decaf to be had and I'm going to send you some links alright we'll, we'll talk about that one I'm back yeah <laughs> so uh, a latte you want well it depends where you go because lots of people have different form, formulations for it but the latte you want to only stretch the milk for like three Our seconds what? Stretch. Yeah, so you put, you when you steam a milk, I'm, I'm demonstrating with my hands, when you <laughs> steam a milk jug, um, you stretch the milk on top, so you just, you put the milk wand literally just at the top to get some air into the milk, for like three seconds, and then you put the wand into the milk. Is that the steaming, the whole steaming thing? Is yes, okay. yeah. Right, right. And, so you, and that will make it um, silky when you blend the milk together, it'll make it nice and silky. And then the espresso shot, you want it to run probably for about 18 seconds, but it depends how much coffee you're putting in. Honestly, I could hang <laughs> on about it for hours. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. But it's the only thing, I've all the things like singing, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure how that went. Oh, I don't know if that would, like, I'm so down on myself sometimes, but with coffee, I'm like, no, stand yeah, aside. Let me it's coffee. Yeah, I'm really good at it. So, can you ask for a skinny latte? What's a skinny latte? Just skim milk. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, okay I have a cortado. Do you? Double shot? Double shot? Single it, shot? It, 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 yeah, it depends on what, what, what point of the day I'm at. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Which is like which is like a latte version of an espresso, isn't it? Or? A cortado is, again, depends where you go, yeah. but a cortado is, is normally double shot and then um, milk to the top okay. of like an espresso cup, so it's quite a okay. short drink. Yeah. Somewhere between a, like a flat white and a... Because I'm thinking I'll, I'll need a wee less if I have one of those, that's why sure, I'm thinking. Sure, that's true. You'll get all the buzz. But yeah. if, you want, if you're looking for buzz, if you're looking for caffeine, you want to go for a filter coffee because caffeine is water-soluble. So if you are making a filter, more, your coffee spends more time underwater and therefore you'll get more caffeine in the cup. So, like, if you have a drip filter, whereas if you have an espresso, the mm. water is actually only going over the espresso for a short amount of time. So you still get caffeine, you still get a kick but you'll have less of a kick than if you had just so, a straight filter coffee. See? See? Hmm. Don't. Why are you on decaf? Because I go, sp I go <laughs> special on coffee nowadays. Decaf, but you, I will I send go you, I'm going to send you some links for some amazing decaf I, coffee. I, I also, I used to, when I was in Australia and I was living on my own and all that sort of stuff, if, and I was recording songs in my home studio or whatever, Anytime I did something good, you know, or I finished a little bit of a mix, or I did a little bit of that, or I put a bass line down, I'd go, oh, I need a little treat. Coffee, right? So, and I'd just do that like 20 times a night. And I was just drinking way too much coffee. you never slept coffee. ever again? No, yeah. I, never, I never slept. And it was just crazy, and I was just going, I was just off. What decaf do you kilter. use? I know, I use the Nespresso pods. Don't even get me started. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so you want, you want a Swiss water processed decaf coffee, which means that the coffee beans <laughs> are washed, yes. so the, the caffeine is, is like essentially dissolved out of it, they're oh. washed. So there's no chemical process, so it's not harsh, but you still okay. get all the flavour. Yeah. 
So that's what you want. All I'll right. send. I'm going to send you some links of some places to buy oh, some coffee because if you because I'm all for decaf. I only drink decaf now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it because I'm, I'm just. I like a. Dr I like a drink. I like a hot yeah. drink, and I like a lot of them in a day. Then drink a good one. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We've only just met. That was too harsh. I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm telling you, if I know I'm, I'm one thing, <laughs> don't come to me for single lessons. Come to me for coffee, coffee lessons. lessons. So, yeah. do you never drink granulated? It's like the devil. Is yes. It? Like, yeah, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. So, how do, how do you drink coffee? What, yeah. Filter. Filter. Ceramic filter. filter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cera what do you mean ceramic? As in, as in the what? So we use a we use a uh, again not on commission, but we use like a metal filter in a ceramic base so okay. that the, the ceramic keeps the heat in while you're making the coffee oh, so it doesn't yeah. cool down and then it drips through so you can get like paper filters and yeah. things like that but if you want to be eco-friendly mm. use a metal filter mm. Mm -hmm. you have to send me a link yeah well don't yeah. worry okay the education is only just begun <laughs> <laughs> it's worth so it's, it's almost worth hanging out with me and me having a few coffees yeah okay. yeah all right anyway yeah. moving on Right. So, so when you lived in London then, were you born in London or? No, no, I, I, um, so did your degree? I moved to do my master's there. Where, where so did you go? Uh, Goldsmiths. So oh. I did my undergraduate at Sussex and then I did my master's at Goldsmiths. In yeah. English li literature? Yeah. Wow, yeah. so is that, that, that's like the writing part of English yeah. literature? Yeah, the, the reading and the, yeah. The so, so what was the thought process? Because obviously, because you... I liked it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. I knew. Did you I, not discover Sing by that point? Well, what visions of becoming an author or? No, I, I really wanted to work in publishing when I was younger. So I wanted to edit books and, and help get things published. So I I, I did. I started singing. Well, I'd, I'd done youth years for a long time. And then when I was 17, I started singing with a band that my dad played in um, and loved it and, and met some people through through that that kind of later on got me some gigs with some other bands. Hmm. Do, do you know Neil Doherty? Legend, trumpet. Playing oh, I'm probably, I'm probably seeing him play at some Oh, you, would, you probably would have seen him at um, the match the other day. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, okay. um, I don't know if we're allowed to say that on the podcast, I'm not sure. Is that that's not right, that's right. Well, maybe some context needed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I've met various people through that, and, and then I, but all along I kind of, I knew that I wanted to go to Sussex Uni. I don't know why. I just knew. Okay. So I did. And is that, I did, is that Brighton? Yeah. yeah. And I did, I did English because I really liked English, I was quite good at it, and that's what I wanted to do, but had had never thought that the singing thing could be a real yeah. thing, ever. Yeah, so great, did the did the degree, and then did did the masters, because I wasn't sure, what I, I mean, I wanted to do it, but also wasn't sure kind of what I wanted to do after that, and then while, the kind of just before I started my masters, I got a job at the coffee shop, and stayed there, and got promoted just before I finished my masters, and then stayed for another three years and just loved it absolutely loved it um and then started gigging and loved just, oh yeah what i was going to say before is when you when you were when you gig and then when you're working do you do you love the variety that it do you feel like they're two fresh things every time you go back to them because you're doing so many different things yeah i suppose yeah i remember no I, no to be honest back when i was gigging all the time yeah. when we were gigging like more nights a week than not sort of thing sometimes um, I just, I was, I loved the gigs. Work was just what I needed. Yeah. Because they weren't, you know, the gigs weren't bringing in the, the cash that you needed. But sometimes, loved sometimes Carl would do a gig wearing nothing but gaffer tape. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not, I'm the truth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, I mean, great, but why? <laughs> That's probably a really good question. Yeah. I don't know. I just, okay. I just had an urge because it's the, the first gig I ever did with, with this band. 
I, I dressed up and um, I just I just like it. I like I just like it. I just like the whole performance. It's just like gaffer tape. Just I like gaffer tape. Big fan of gaffer. I know it's not actually the gaffer tape I like. It's the um, removal of the gaffer tape I like. Oh, oh good lord! And you can, yeah. imagine, you can imagine where the gaffer tape was applied as well. No, no. There was cardboard. There was cardboard involved too. And it was a WKD box as well. So. But um, it was good times. But you couldn't do that at your work. No, they don't. Allow, they, don't, they, don't allow, they don't allow that. Yeah. Work. And we've got shit tons of gaffer tape at work. You know what I mean? Shame. It's such a shame. It's killing me. It's killing me. No, but um, no, yeah. It was. I loved the gigs. I loved it. Mm. I loved it. And I um, I just loved playing. I hated waiting to play. I hated the getting home afterwards. Yeah. I just loved that forty-five hour of playing. I just loved. How long? It's forty-five uh, hours. Forty-five to an hour. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, forty-five hour gigs. We used to do them. Well, Caroline's probably bloody did. Yeah, we, actually, we used to we used to touch with Eddie and just make stuff up for four hours. Yeah, literally. Soul Seller. It was great. Yeah, we only had that one album out, didn't we? we yeah, we had like <laughs> we had like ten songs. And we had to play for four hours. Oh my god! So it was uh, yeah, it was good times. We used to love it. We used to love it. In fact, in fact, to tell a quick story, we used to play, and me and Robbie, Robbie's a drummer, and we used to jam. And we'd all do our little solos, whatever. And um, I'd let Aiden solo, and he'd solo, and he'd do the things that we'd sort of kind of heard him do before. And then he'd move in, and then he'd sort of try and wind it up. And me and Robbie just nap, shake our heads at each other, and we'd just carry on. <laughs> and then we'd put him, and then we'd put him, and then he plays play some stuff that he's not so familiar with, and all this sort of stuff. And he's like, right, I'm really done now, boys. <laughs> and we both shake our heads. Nah. And then he gets the shit that I I loved. It was your. It was like it was not not. That sounds nasty, but it was like your uncomfortable zone. Yeah. And that's when your noises came out and yeah. the craziness came out. Yeah. And I loved that. I used to. I used to. I know, but it was like, yeah, but it was, it was your mind the trying to. The uncomfortable zone. Yeah, but, yeah, but in, a, in a good way, you know, like where you had to really. Tweak his melon to get some new different stuff coming out. It was really, really good times. I used to love, I used to love those gigs. I used to love them. Feel a bit mean now, mentioning yeah, that, but yeah, yeah. sorry, mate. That's all. Right. Well, I've, I've, I've had my revenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By recording. How long have you guys known each other? I've known you pretty much as long as I've known as I've played bass. Is that right? I think so. I've known. Yeah, and I'm thirty. I'm thirty-seven now. Um, and I've been playing bass since I was about 17, 18, so I reckon it's 20 years. Wow. That's mad, isn't it? Not far off there. He's, he was mad because he said, we probably mentioned this on a previous <laughs> time. <laughs> but he said, um, I met a mate at a gig. No, I met your dad. Yeah. And then, did you come and see me play with... No, I came around your house. That's you came around my house, yeah. <laughs> that's it. I just, I it was mad. And he just brought yeah. me around some stuff. Brought me around um, some of my. He brought me around an EST. You, you were going CD. through some tough times. Yeah, and um, he brought me around an Espion Svensson CD, and it tainted my mind. Honestly, it stained my mind, and it's still like my favourite band to this day. And it was mad, and it, yeah, and that's it. It's just we were all about four or five times after that, didn't we? Yeah, we, yeah, just amazing. And I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'd have found them mm. without him oh, because I was amazing. in such a. I was in such a. Chili's Primus, yeah, that yeah. sort of bass heavy sort of that world. Yeah. I don't think I would have found that sort of the jazz sort of side now that I uh, adore nowadays, you know what I mean? Mm. Most of the bands, you know. Changing what I mean? lives. Yeah, like Neil Cowley trio and all it's all Asian yeah. show me, you know, and um Go Go Penguin. 
Do you know these bands? I know Gary Penguin. Gary Penguin, all these guys. You know, it's just Aiden's turned them. Turn me on to I'll show you some four hero. Oh, you yeah. did. They were amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, that's what I thought. You sang that. We we watched a little video of you before we before you arrived. Creepy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was on YouTube. It was on YouTube. You posted it. Um, you're in a bar, keyboard player, obviously singing. Obviously, but it was like a zero seven song. And it was zero oh, seven, yeah. not for hero. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that sort of vibe, you know, that, that, vibe, sort of, yeah. Yeah, that real... That, but that's what I said to you when you played them in the car that time. I was yeah. like, this sounds like 07. Yeah, for sure. 07. Oh, Sorry, four hero, 07. Numbers. Word. <laughs> four hero, 07. Vibes. But, brilliant. Can I ask a few technical questions? Absolutely. About... I will try so Are these going to be boring? No, I'm going to try and be... I'm going to be trying and... <laughs> but right, bear in mind that I'm not the most technical no, no, but, but yeah. You sure. say technical, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> So I've, got, I'm just I've got this Ford Fiesta, right? <laughs> I've bought a toaster and it's got four slots. Do I put all four bits of bread in? No, um, I just want like microphones. Yes. They scared the crap out of me. Yes. All right. Me too. And but people go on and on about mic technique. Sure. Is there some for beginners who are just starting to sing? Uh, yeah. You know, um, what, what's the what's the go? When you sing loud, move the microphone away. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah. It is that well, simple. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm really, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm certainly not an expert in microphones by any stretch of the imagination, but the, the exam syllabus that I teach um, is, has some mic technique questions in it. Right. And they're, how they start off for anybody beginning to use a microphone is literally that simple. When you're singing loud, you move the microphone away. When yeah. you're singing quieter, you move the microphone closer. Okay. Don't block any of... The microphone with your hand is unless you're like, unless you're in a screamo band. Sure. Again, no no experience <laughs> in that department no. whatsoever. I, maybe hard to believe. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's from. I'm not an expert, but for in terms of beginners, that is literally the syllabus that yeah. that I teach. That simple. That's cool. Mm. What have you got specific? No, no, no. I'm thinking because we're using microphones now, yeah. obviously, and they're condenser microphones, mm -hmm. and they're good. You know, so it kind of doesn't matter. You can, you're, you're, you're probably, we're probably six inches away every time. Mm -hmm. But when you're on stage yeah. with one of the SM58s, whatever, the Shaw microphones, yeah. the standard, you know what I mean? They're like, you almost got your lips on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's, I just, get told off about that a lot because I... Because I, there's been a hundred other people's lips well, on sure. that particular oh, I, never, I never think about that at all until or afterwards and I'm like, oh, it's too late to think about that. Buy your own microphone. Now. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Rule number one. But I, I think it's, I always get told off because I sing super close to the microphone um, and that blocks some of the frequencies, okay. I think. I don't, again, I'm not sure of technical terms, but no. it, I've been told that it you don't get a full sound because you're you're interrupting something. Something. Right. Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe cut that bit out. Yeah. That's making sense. But I've been told that before. Okay. Um, but but also, I think exceptional. I, I can think of a specific example. An exceptional singer that I know um, doesn't move the microphone ever because all of the control is in her voice. So she she has it exactly the same place so the whole she, time. So she's wow. in total control of her yeah, voice, that's cool. um, which I think is probably technique plus plus plus. Mm. Um, but yeah. Okay. A, yeah. Okay. I've also got a blender. 
Sure. That, no. <laughs> really, really and truly, I am completely the wrong person to. I probably just embarrassed myself with so much of that answer. But, yeah. no, 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 but literally, cool. that but is, beginners beginners mic technique is genuinely that that yeah. simple. In terms oh. in terms of teaching people who have never held a microphone before, but obviously you know a lot more about microphones than that. Well, no, only, only yeah, only these particular ones because I use them for recording, but um, I don't do much vocal recording. Mm. In a live environment, so, you know what I mean. Like we use condenser mics, and we put a pop shield in front and try and keep people, I don't know, six to whatever eight inches in front, doing it technically. You know? but, but stage mics are stage mics are, very are different. intentionally crap, aren't they? Because you don't want to, you don't want to pick everything up. No, exactly, they're, they're the directional. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. So, but that's yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I ask these questions for the nation, but they're for me. <laughs> they're, they're for me Please really. don't have me answering anything on behalf. <laughs> <laughs> so we were approaching an hour and a half. Good lord. Unbelievably. No way. So uh, we thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Um, where, where can we find you online? Um, all over the place. Um, HannahCastleman.co.uk. Um, Spitfire Sisters are SpitfireSisters.com. Um, who else have I mentioned? Down for the Count. Down for the Count. Co.uk. Um, and if someone wants singing lessons it's through, through your website through my website yes please okay, cool. yeah. but don't come to me for microphone technique <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as, as is tradition oh, we, have, we have an outro song lovely Carl usually brings a book with him with oh, some incredible yeah. do you know what well, where's your book there's a Harry Potter book right there we've exhausted yeah. we've exhausted that book no but I have another one but I just haven't got it on me Oh, so what are we going to do we're going to um, what are we going to do? We're going to look. Do you want to use the Harry Potter book? No, we could do. It could be some good. No. Oh, okay. What have we got in mind? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're looking around my kitchen what? like. There's a Harry Potter book here, but I can see an ice lollipop packet. Oh, hold on, we're going to get it. That's much more, that's much more interesting. <laughs> I, d- I have for me. no idea what's going on right now. We're going to find some lyrics out of this. Okay. Right here. Oh, why can me? Here we go. I've got, I know, the perfect music for us, Lollies. Okay. Two, yeah. Oh, where am I? This is so <laughs> at you, this is so at you. All right. I stopped, I stopped with a brand new invention to put the blood of like Harpoon Daily and Nike Oh my god, what the hell is this? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so how many of those words do you have? That was a flashback, flashback. Like an octave lower again, that was really... Do you know what the deal of the whole song? Yeah, sadly. We're going to do a word each. Okay. Are you ready? Come on. Yeah. Alright, stop. Give me a start then, what do we fancy? Come on, give him a start. Don't know the pressure. I'm gonna stick with like vanilla ice. Are you ready? Oh my god. Your first word. How how, how are we doing this? However you want to. This is how we roll. Okay. Assorted pineapple. Strawberry. And. <laughs> I'm about to play it. I, I, I went back from the microphone. Miles, then. <laughs> oh. I'm too into it now. 
It's chorus. Go back, go back to the verse. Lollies with uh, yeah. Mariah Carey vanilla <laughs> flavor ice cream center contains non milk fat <laughs> pack contains six servings peace out <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorites <laughs>